Are you stuck on where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident in your body, or eating right? I want to break the idea that you have to stick to a diet and crazy workout routine in order to be healthy and reach your goals. Hi guys, I'm Emily Kaufman. I was a burnt out Division 1 athlete, turned stay at home couch potato, now turned group fitness junkie. If you're ready to ditch finding the perfect diet and workout routines that make you feel weak, this is the place for you. Welcome to the tribe, Girls Gone Healthy. Hey guys, today we have a special episode for you. So this is part of my series called Casual Conversations. So the goal of this one isn't, you know, to have that educational piece of advice that we usually talk about for the other episodes, but more just looking into someone's life of how they ended up on the fitness journey that they went through, what lessons they learned along the way, what advice that they'd have to someone maybe in their situation. Because I think that a lot of us can relate to being stuck at certain points. So I really liked this idea, but it is something that I want to hear from you guys on. This is the one and only casual conversation that I have recorded. So I just put it out as a bonus episode, but if you guys love it and you let me know, then I'd be happy to bring more people on and by bring more people on, that could be you. You know, just as a listener, what have you learned? What journey have you been through? So one, let me know if you liked it and would want to hear more. And then you can also let me know if you'd like to be featured. So how fun would that be? I would actually get to speak with more of the listeners. So yeah, you can let me know at Instagram, you know, that we have the Girls Gone Healthy Instagram. It's at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. So go check it out there. You can always reach me. And if for some reason you don't have Instagram, we also do have an email. It's info at girlsgonehealthypodcast.com. So either way, there's no excuse not to let me know. Hey guys, today we're joined by Stephanie and I'm so excited for her to come on. She's also a really big fitness enthusiast and I just wanted to bring her on to talk about how she got started into it, kind of the struggles that she's been through and learn more about her. So thanks for joining us today, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so I just wanted to learn more about your background, kind of growing up in high school and stuff. Did you do any sports? Were you an athlete? So no, I heard your story and I'm like, oh, I am the opposite. Tell me a sport and I'll tell you how I embarrassingly failed at it. When I was in high school, I played rec softball. My team got into the finals and I'm like classic right field. Like if the ball's coming here, someone better catch it for me. We lost the final game. Okay, fine. Next year. I quit. I'm like, obviously, I hate softball. I'm not doing this again. The team won without me. And the coach, who was my friend's dad, found me and thanked me for quitting so they could go on to win the championship. So I've never, never really been sporty until after I graduated college. That's so funny. So you were like, okay, I'm bad at this, but I'm just going to keep trying new sports. I mean, I, I, I played volleyball, but all my friends were on the team, so it wasn't competitive. Like, we said woo when we hit it over the mat too much, or over the net, and the coach started taking points off if we got too excited. Like, what? He was altering our score. So, 
yeah, I've tried, I've dabbled, I've thinking, oh, this is so fun. And then I go do it and I'm horrible at it. And yeah, then that kind of takes the fun away from it. If you're trying to play softball and you're like, oh, I don't want the ball to come towards me. <laughs> right. Definitely not. Yeah. So I found athleticism in different ways later in life. Yeah. So then in college, did you do anything for exercise or to stay active? I mean, college, like classic college freshman year, I had to go home at Thanksgiving and buy new pants because they were all too small. And then I had to go home at like Christmas break and buy pants because those pants were too small. So we had that fun cycle. I ripped three pairs of pants because they were just like working too hard. So <laughs> after that whole fun experience, I would go to the gym, but I didn't really know what to do. So I would just like go on the elliptical, la la la, maybe lift weights with one of my friends who knew what they were doing and would tell me what to do. But yeah, it was like big, big NARP in college. Yeah. So were you ever in the mindset of like, okay, like I should go to the gym more? Or was it just kind of like, you felt like, oh, my friends are doing it. Maybe I'll try tagging along. I mean, I wanted to. I would go, I was also big into going all the time for three months and then taking a three month break. So it was definitely not consistent. I definitely had no clue what I was doing, but the desire to be fit and active was there. I just had like nothing to do with it. I didn't know what to do with at the gym. Yeah. So you're kind of in that yo-yo cycle of, okay, I'm super motivated. I'll start going. And then you are just kind of forcing yourself to go. So then, you know, once it's been a month or two, you're like, okay, this kind of sucks. <laughs> this isn't fun. Yes. Extreme yo-yo cycle, like all of college yo-yo. Oh yeah. I definitely did that too. When I joined my first gym and it wasn't a practice anymore. So I didn't have a coach telling me like when I could leave, I would just show up and think about doing a bunch of things. And then I just would lay down on a mat and stretch. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like in there for the year commitment. I moved, thank God. So I could put it on MapQuest if you move a certain amount of miles away. Cause I mean, I was paying for that gym. I was not going. I mean, I was until I wasn't. So I was like gung ho for three months and then chilling not in the gym. And then you also tried a personal trainer too. Can you tell us about that experience? Oh my God. So yeah, this is later in my, in my fitness journey. So to bridge the gap between me going to the gym, not going to the gym, having no idea what was going on. When I graduated college, I lived with my parents who moved when I was in college. So I didn't know anybody that lived in the same state as me. I needed activities. So I started going to bar, which is how I like eventually became a bar instructor, got more into the fitness world, did all this stuff. So fast forward from my yo-yoing, like five years later, I see a friend post on Instagram, her before and after picture. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even recall her looking like the before but the after was like whoa girl whatever you're doing I want to do it so she worked with this coach I was like great take my money if you can make me this after picture like let's go um it was 
So, so this is, I've worked with three coaches now. That was the first one. My first experience was he, at this point, I am consistently taking bar and teaching bar. And he's telling me, okay, you have to join this gym, which I didn't really want to do because I've been burned before, I guess, like by myself, by joining the gym and then quitting. So he tells me to join the gym. He tells me to do all this stuff. He programs me all these workouts. I'm weighing my food. I'm taking pictures of my food. Not really seeing the results that I wanted. Also, going to the gym at 6 a.m. is not practical for me. So it was it was not so give and take, fit this into your lifestyle situation. It was like, do this, do this, do this. I called him one day and the purpose of the call was me telling him that I was going to quit the gym. And then I hung up and he convinced me to not quit. And I was like, wait, what? This is not, this, it just wasn't practical or sustainable for my life. So I felt like I was failing at something that was never going to work. Yeah, that is frustrating because you're like, I want to succeed so bad and you're trying, but it. Yeah, sorry. I did it two more times with two different people and I would say similar results. The last one was the most traumatic where like now I know I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. So what happened with that? Like, can you tell me about the meal plan or about kind of the workouts that they had you doing? So. They were all pretty similar with workouts that I'm not as familiar with, or I wasn't at the time as familiar with, so I'd have to figure it out. My fiance was going with me, and he doesn't really need me dragging him to the gym at 6 a.m. either. He had his own stuff. The meal plan, I've counted my macros, which... I do not think made a huge difference. All these things, all these coaches I've worked with for three month periods, I didn't lose more than five pounds. So it was just like, why am I even doing this? Uh, The last person I, yeah, I took pictures of everything that I was eating. And I remember one day at brunch, I took a picture of my brunch, which come on, like who doesn't love brunch? Let's do it here. Get that avocado toast. So he texts me back, did you eat the bread? Yeah, dude, I obviously ate the bread. You know I ate the bread. I know I ate the bread. Also, I've been following your rules and like restricting myself for enough time that I could just eat this damn piece of bread. Don't make me feel bad for the thing that I already ate. Like it's already, it happened. It's too late to make me feel shitty about this. And I honestly, that was like the last straw. And I just was, dude, if I want to eat a piece of bread, I'm going to eat it. And it's not healthy for me to be made to feel bad about doing this. It could be way worse. And at that point, we had a mutual breakup where I just said, this is not healthy for me. I can't, I'm not, he just wanted me to be a robot. And I kept saying, you work with other people. We're all human people. I don't understand. I'm constantly feeling like I'm failing working with you, but this is how all your clients must feel because they are humans who sometimes eat a cookie or whatever. 
So once I was just like, dude, this is too much for me. It's making me feel horrible. He let me go, which was interesting because maybe he should have let me go before that. Cause he was really just like, bye. I totally agree. Yep. You guys just like, we're not following each other's rules, which is so funny (laughs) that you compare it to a breakup, mutual breakup with your personal trainer. Totally was. But then like a breakup, how long was my significant other just waiting for me to dump him? Because that's what I felt like after I did it. Yeah. It's like everyone else could kind of see it. Yeah. It was, that was, yeah. All right. That was last summer was when that breakup happened. It was, it was hard. Two people within a week, two people told me how much they weighed, which was not a question that I had asked them. They just volunteered the information. And then this guy gave me such a hard time about the bread. And I'm like, I can't believe these girls. It was like really messing with my head because the one girl who said how much she weighed, I was watching her eat Taco Bell all weekend. And I'm like, how can you, ah, and then this bread. And I was like, I can't, I, and I just had to give myself a break. I mean, at the end of the day, I am still teaching bar. I am still taking bar. I am living a healthy lifestyle and I just don't want to like torture myself anymore. Yeah. No, especially with that story too, because you know, some other people could have had that same experience of you where you texted him your breakfast, he responds back, you didn't eat that bread, right? And then they feel so guilty about it. Whereas you at least were strong enough in that moment to be like, this is not right for me. There's plenty of other people in different circumstances that would be like, oh, I messed it up. And it's like, no, you can't mess this up. It shouldn't be something that has rules. Right. Am I never going to eat bread again for the rest of my life? Doubtful. Exactly, because you don't want to be giving up bread now for these three months that you're working with him. And then when you add bread back into your diet, then just gain back those five pounds. That would have just been a waste of time too. It was an interesting learning experience. And now I'm just doing my thing, especially in quarantine. I mean, I'm just doing whatever. And I am, it took a while, but I did find a way to keep the fitness consistent in quarantine and find things that work for me in this new version of life, which I mean, we got there eventually. Yeah. So what did you find worked for you? Did you just slowly start adding in workouts again? Or what type of workouts have you been doing on your own? At the beginning, it's weird because I've been teaching and taking bar consistently for four years. And then the studio closed. And the people that were teaching the live classes were going into the studio, which I didn't feel super comfortable doing. And honestly, people needed the money more than I did. So I just said, hey, if you want to teach this, like, do it up, fine. So here I find myself after doing this consistently for four years, not. And I didn't want to take bar because I've been doing it so long. I felt like this was a good time to try something else out. So I started doing like Instagram live workouts, but then they would say, do a burpee. And I'm kind of like, you're not watching me. Like I, there's no accountability. They can't see what I'm doing. If I walk away and eat a sandwich, they have no clue. So that was really hard for me. That was the struggle. And I did miss teaching classes. That was a big part of my life. I missed the community of the studio. So I just decided, hey, I'm going to get certified to be a personal trainer. 
So I did that and quarantine time, I was able to do it super accelerated. Uh, <laughs> so I got certified to become a personal trainer and now I'm teaching classes over Zoom, which has been incredible for me because I have to be there at a certain time. Everybody has to be there at a certain time. The accountability's there, the community's there. I'm seeing what you're doing. So not only can I fix you if you need to be fixed with verbal cues, but you also can't get away with like walking away and eating your sandwich or not doing this because it's hard. So it's it's been so 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 good for me just to have something to do at a certain time and make sure this fitness is checked off my list for the day it's been good just not to feel guilty about it not having it hang over my head and have it be the closest to the in-studio experience that i feel like we can safely get yeah because i'm sure after four years you did kind of not that you wanted a break from it, but you're presented with that opportunity. So you might as well experiment with other classes because right. I, I did that same thing with quarantine too. There'd be so many Instagram lives and I would be watching it from my couch. I'd be like, oh, this looks hard. Like, <laughs> I'll get to it. I'd be like commenting. Like, I was like, I'm not even doing this workout. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I know the people that are commenting, I'm like sweating my brains out. How are you guys typing right now? Yeah, those are the people not doing it. Yep, that would be like me. But <laughs> yeah, so that's nice that you know, now you do have that accountability. And you know, because you do kind of need that little bit of motivation. So you know, if someone's watching you on the screen, zoom screen video, it's like, okay, this person's watching me, like, maybe I should be doing what the instructor's saying. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you nicely, if you're not, or if there's something to improve. I mean, it's the same thing as as being in class. Oh, okay. Lift your elbow a little bit more, engage your core. And that's something you're not getting in the Instagram lives. Yeah. So I didn't realize that the personal training experiences all happened after you've already found Pure Bar and you're into this routine. So what made you want to add in more to your workout schedule? It was, I did enjoy taking the other classes and exploring a little bit more and following all these people on Instagram. And there are so many cool things that don't fit into the bar category. And the classes I teach, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. I'm very confident in my ability to teach bar and to know what proper form is and how your what your body's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like where. But these new things, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to teach unless I branched out and did something on my own. So it's been fun to explore new things, high intensity interval training, using bigger movements in your body. I mean, I'm sweating so much in these workouts and it's not that bar isn't hard. It's just, these are sweatier. It's a, it's fun. I mean, I'm into the classics that I was doing, but this new stuff is a good way to shake it up. And my body's definitely feeling it. Yeah, it's a new challenge for you too. Especially if you're an instructor for bar, you're like, okay, I know this form and technique pretty down pat now. So that is a great way to challenge yourself. And then 
I guess to just like back it up to when you graduated college, how did you get into the peer bar scene? I know you said it was kind of like social, you moved to a new area, but I mean, now you're pretty committed to it. It's been four years and you're an instructor. So what made you choose that? At the beginning, I really just needed like an extracurricular. And this bar place opened up just when I moved. So I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to join. I did it. I'm like going all the time. The people were not really going to be my best friends. It was mostly moms that were a little older than me. Fine. Great. Whatever. Um, But I'm taking class. And then all these girls that are taking class with me all of a sudden are instructors. And I was kind of like, hey, wait a second. I could do this. So I had that thought and I moved out of my parents' house into the city I live in now. And it just so happens that I'm getting my hair cut and the girl that cuts my hair, it's next to where Pure Bar was going to be. So she's telling me, oh, this Pure Bar is opening. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know all about bar because I've been doing it. So I just, I emailed corporate hey, this location's opening. Do you have contact information for the studio owner? I want to be an instructor. So I cold emailed her out of nowhere. Hey, I'm Stephanie. I've been taking bar. I want to be an instructor. And that was like forever ago. So from there, it just, it blew up. I got certified, which was so hard all the respect to everybody that goes through these certifications because it was difficult, difficult. But yeah, from there, I just have been doing it forever. And it really brought me everything I wanted. I was hoping, A, to make fitness a part of my life consistently, to make friends, to find a community. I mean, all these things really, really came together from being at this studio. And I love how you had that first idea in your head because you saw the people that you were working out with become instructors. It wasn't like you were like, oh, I'm so good at this workout. I need to be an instructor. Or you weren't (laughs) like, oh, you know, I've been working out for years and like I'm so experienced. I should be an instructor. But it's just your love for it and your passion for it. And you're like, oh, I mean, I can do this too. Right. That's like, honestly, that's just what it was. Hey, what about me? (laughs) and then here I am but that's great too because like you know now you are becoming or you are a personal trainer you passed that certification and so you know you have those personal trainers out there that you've worked with that are like we do things by the book and like we don't eat bread whereas you know now you're able to relate your experiences of no the people I work with are human and I can help you with that right girl eat your bread let's also just like also do this workout and be a human person living a happy, fulfilled life rather than a hungry, sad person who just wants bread. Yeah, not a way to live. So what are some of your current goals right now with your health and fitness journey? Well, my wedding was supposed to be this summer. Now it will be next summer. So I'd really just like to, you know, shape it up, tone it up, look my very best at the wedding, feel confident at the wedding, which I think is more 
the result of the working out. I mean, yeah, I'll have the physical results, but doing all this work, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to look, you know what I mean? Like the feeling, if you feel confident. Yeah. I feel like you don't even need to have a physical change, you know, just me going into a workout and coming out of the workout. I look the same as an hour earlier, but I feel so much better about myself. Yes, exactly what I'm saying. Just keep those endorphins going for the year. Keep those endorphins with me on my wedding day. That is all. That's all. Yeah, because then exactly you're focusing on your mood, you're building those endorphins, and then it doesn't matter about how many macros you ate. It doesn't matter about the scale. You're not measuring those things anymore. Right, exactly. And I really don't want to be. I mean, have I gained weight during quarantine? Yeah, everybody has. But I have a year. I'm not worried about it. I think not being home all the time. I'm not just going to be baking cookies three times a week and like going to the fridge constantly because there'll be other things to do. And then this is my last question for you too. Just for people that were in your shoes of, you know, just feeling stuck and feeling like, you know, I'm not a gym person. I'm not an athletic person. Like what would be your advice to them? My advice to you is find your thing. I mean, when I was, I was probably 22 years old and my bar instructor team was honestly the first team I've ever been on in my life. So just try it. If you like it, keep going with it. And if you don't, maybe it's not for you, but it's never too late to pick up something new and roll with it. I mean, who would have thought If you asked me in college, if you asked me in high school that I'd be a personal trainer, I'd be like, no, I don't do sports. So (laughs) yeah, you're like, I'm actually the person in the outfield avoiding the ball when it gets right. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I'll be the sub. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, just give yourself a shot and see what happens. I love that because that's how I always try to motivate people to I'm like, just try group fitness. It's a very approachable way to get into it because I'm sure you know, if you didn't like pure bar you would have maybe found cycling or you would have found like another team you know it's just finding where you feel the most comfortable another thing public service announcement with group fitness the first class is always awkward the first class is hard everybody knows you feel like everybody knows what they're doing and you don't but you'll get past that the more classes you take the more comfortable you'll feel Your body will get used to the exercises. I think it's really hard to judge something based off one class and nobody is judging you. Nobody cares. Everybody's over there like shaking, sweating. When is this going to end? I would say give it a shot and don't be so hard on yourself because no one else is, is having any thought about you in that class. Yeah, that's so true. Like everyone's just minding their own business. So That's great advice too. Thank you so much for joining us today. I wanted to give you a minute now about where people can find you and your classes. Oh yeah, guys, come take my classes. It's been, it's been really fun. I also have some rockin' throwback playlists. So you can follow me on Instagram, Stephanie Aaron's CPT, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-A-R-O-N-S, CPT, on the Insta, Um, From there, you can find my website. That's where you can find the link to sign up for classes. First class free, so come on down. 
Yeah, you might as well try one of her classes first one free. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi. Come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.